Right. Hey, 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 everyone. It's uh, Dijon here from Trend Watchers, and welcome to episode nine of the Let's Go Viral podcast. I got uh, Mark Bell right here. Am I saying your last name right, by the way? Yes. Yeah, it's Bell. Yeah. Awesome. All right. <laughs> I was doing lots of practicing in the mirror, but uh, yeah, Mark, uh, he's a YouTuber, uh, coach, content creator, author, I believe as well. Um, yeah, I've, got, I've written a, an ebook. Yeah. So it's kind of short, but yeah. Good stuff. Hey, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a nice title to have. Uh, but um, yeah, Mark, you, you mind giving everyone like a quick intro about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so my name is Mark Bell. So it's it's the last name is a little bit interesting because it's spelled B-E-A-L-L, right? So but it's pronounced Bell. So some people, sometimes people get that kind of confused. It's okay. It, like it, it doesn't matter to me. It's fine. But uh, yeah, so my background, like um, I grew up in Columbia, Missouri, which is kind of in between St. Louis and Kansas City. And um, it's a really, it was a really, had a really decent childhood. It's kind of a, a community that's pretty close knit, but it's also a college town too. So it was kind of an interesting area to grow up in. Um, I got, uh, you know, interested in computers really early on in my life. And I uh, just kind of went from there. So for, you know, since about nine years old, I had my first computer that was like a, a 286. I don't know if you know what that is. But it's an old <laughs> old processor and it ran MS DOS. I don't know if you know what that is. Um, <laughs> before Windows, <laughs> so so like I was a big nerd. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of my background when it comes to my childhood. And then kind of you know went took that and went on to doing IT work, worked for the university there for about twenty years, and then I left after YouTube started to take off. And uh, yeah, that's where I'm at now. So just doing YouTube full time and uh, coaching and everything else. Good stuff. Yeah. Thank you for the intro. We've got lots to uh, unpack right there. And you kind of already answered yeah. my first question. I like asking all my guests kind of like about their childhood because because uh, like when you look at people's like childhood, like just from like zero to 18, the things you do mm -hmm. during those years, it kind of sets you up for your adult life, you know, what you're kind of doing now. So, yeah. So to kind of hop on the uh, uh, when you're talking about like um, like getting your first computer was was that like was it like a Christmas gift or was it like something you always wanted and you went and you like went out and like purchased it from doing like a bunch of like errands around the house? Can you tell us more <laughs> right. about that? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was more of a, it was a, a kind of a gift for my parents. Like, I guess you could say mm -hmm. uh, it was one of those things. Like when I went to, uh, I was in private school for the first three years of my, of my life and uh, they had a computer and I was like, this is amazing. Like you had this just green screen, like it wasn't color. It wasn't a color monitor. It was just all green. And they were doing really interesting stuff on it. Like it was drawing circles and it was doing all this cool stuff. So I told my parents about it and, and uh, they saved up some money and everything. And I actually ended up switching over to uh, being homeschooled, right? So from third grade on through the end of uh, high school, I was homeschooled. And so the having the computer and having that interest in computers really kind of propelled me onto you know, that the next stage of my life. But I always knew from an early age that computers or technology in general were, it's kind of my thing. Like I really wanted to just stay, stick with that. Um, and um, yeah, I'm still like, even though I'm doing YouTube, I mean, there's tech involved with it, obviously, but uh, I'm still like really interested in, you know, everything, electronics and computers and, yeah. and all that stuff. So, yeah. And I love how you say you're uh, homeschooled. Cause like I was homeschooled too. And um nice. I don't know what time you finish your work. I finish my work at like 9 a.m. every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Um, depending on the day. Yeah. It could be really early. But uh, yeah, I was always like, I never really uh, spent like, well, I, I guess I could say I, I spent a lot of my free time doing gaming if I could. Same um, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<clears throat> but I also like to do programming and, and like the web, like the internet was just starting back in like the mid nineties when I was a teenager. So really started to get my feet wet, <clears throat> excuse me, in that world. And, uh, you know, spent a lot of time there, like with Internet Explorer, because that was a new thing and doing web page design, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, finish up, finishing up my schoolwork really was definitely a priority for me, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, that's that's when I look back, uh, like I hated being homeschooled. But now I look back at it, I'm kind of grateful for it because it gave me that like it's like a bunch of free time to go out there and just like develop new skills, try new things and um yeah, some of those things kind of stick down to like uh, where you know like where we're both at today. So yeah, because every time someone says homeschool, I gotta dive deep into like uh, just like learning into like uh, kind of like what they did in their free time. And yeah, that's just something I like asking everyone. So awesome. um, you graduate high school, right? What did you do mm-hmm. after that? I remember uh, you did go over. You gave like a bird's eye view and in your little intro. Could you um, dive a little bit deeper into that? Yeah, sure thing. So yeah, I graduated high school. Um, I worked through my teenage years, I worked at Target. So I was like on the floor, I did all kinds of stuff at Target. But um, uh, that was my, my job. And I was there for about almost three years. And while I was there, still going to school, doing that part time, um, actually had an opportunity to move up into more of a supervisory role at Target. And people were telling me, Oh, yeah, you've been here for so long now, and you do a good job. And you're just going to be here for life. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I don't want to be here for life. Like, this is fine, but this is not my thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So that kind of really motivated me to um, keep doing my kind of extracurricular education with um, with certif- getting certifications mm-hmm. with computers. And so I got my first certification was with um, Microsoft Windows. I think it was Windows 98 to, to kind of give you a little bit of a time frame. Yeah. Um, so I got Windows 98 certified and just kind of started building up um, some of that experience there. And by the time I graduated high school, um, I ended up landing a part-time job with the university as a contractor. Mm-hmm. So there was another company that was kind of trying to find, find talent and because I had the certifications. Um, they were like, oh, well, you know what you're doing. So we'll just place you at the university and, and we can kind of go from there. So that ended up turning into a full-time career for me. So really um, I kind of skipped college, right? I went right from high yeah. school, right into my career. And uh, at a certain point along the path, I had to go back and get my degree, but um, that wasn't until later on. But yeah, I had, um, that was, that was kind of my path there. It was a little bit unorthodox, mm-hmm. but um, it was, it was good. And it, I kind of got to tick the box and I kind of got to do what I really wanted to do, which was help people with computers and mm-hmm. do all that stuff for a while. And, and uh, yeah, so it was great. Good stuff. So uh, as you're uh, working through your career, what, uh, what day, like, I guess like walk me through the day you were like, I'm gonna start posting content on YouTube. Could you like, elaborate <laughs> on that? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Um, so actually it was uh my wife and I were remodeling our house. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know that I've got uh my my big YouTube channel is about home improvement, right? Mm-hmm. So I uh, started remodeling our house or we were remodeling our kitchen, and there was this, we were installing cabinets in our kitchen, and there was this one. Everybody says that you're supposed to start in the corner. When you're putting new cabinets in, you start in the corner mm-hmm. and then you lay all of your cabinets out from that, like on the ground, like that kind of is kind of like your cornerstone of your, of your, of your cabinets. Yeah. Well, the cabinets that we bought weren't the most expensive cabinets. They weren't bad, but they weren't like really expensive cabinets. And the corner cabinet was just a tube. Like it was just a face, like the, the door, mm-hmm. like a corner, like a lazy Susan. And then the lazy Susans, a lot of them just, they're like a cardboard tube behind it. Yeah, that has the trace set into it. So you put this thing in the corner and just wants to fall over, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how can I, how can I like set up my 
my kitchen with this thing in the corner. Like this is supposed to be the base for everything. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I was like, I looked on YouTube. I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find any articles about how do you work with these cabinets like this? And so I've, I like, I had to come up with an, like a system. I like, had to come up with a plan on how to make this thing like squared up so I could like get it installed first and then do the rest mm -hmm. of my cabinets. So I got that together and I was like, you know what? Nobody has information on this online. Like this was a big problem for me. I'm sure other people have this problem. Like maybe I should like put this on YouTube. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just, I was like, well, if I do that, maybe I should like figure out what I want to say first. And like all these things started going through my head of like, well, what about this? What about that? Is it going to be good enough? What Do I have a good enough camera? All these things. And I'm like, you know what? If I don't just hit record, I'm not going to post it. So right, I just yeah. hit record. I talked through it. It wasn't the best video, but you know what? I posted it and I started getting comments from people like, oh, thank you mm -hmm. so much. This helped me so much. Really appreciate this. I couldn't find anything. Like same people, same situation that I was in. Mm -hmm. Like, this is awesome. Like this feels really good to be able to help people in this way. Kind of like the same feeling I had with, with computers and trying to help people, you know, make their computers work mm -hmm. only just in a different, completely different realm. So that was the very first video that I created uh, on YouTube. And that's kind of what got everything started. Yeah. And um, there's more that we could go into from there, but that was, that was the very first time that I hit record and actually posted something. With that first video, how long did it take for you to get traction? By traction, I just, I just mean like views yeah. where like, it starts building up comments and it's getting like, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 views a day, you know? Yeah, it took a little bit. It took a little bit. It took probably, I'd say a month or two on that one before mm. it really started. Like I actually started to see comments come through on it. Yeah. I kind of just posted it and forgot about it, you know? And That's I the way how it goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I posted, I posted it on my personal channel because uh, like I didn't have anything in mind with like, yeah. you know, my, my home improvement channel, top homeowner or anything like that. So I just post on my, my personal channel. And then, yeah, it just kind of, after a little bit, it just kind of started to get some traction and um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't even, I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah. But um, I remember with uh, me, I, I was kind of like in the same situation as well. Um, not out of frustration. I just knew like, it was like about a video game. Uh, uh -huh. uh, I knew like, I just knew it down to the T and I was afraid that I was going to wake up one day. And just forget everything about it so i went and created content on youtube it's like a database to where i can kind of go and um kind of like reference to if i were to forget something if i made my videos public by accident and it got traction <laughs> but it's it's, it's kind of nice. cool how yeah 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 kind of <laughs> like same like um uh almost similar to where like just kind of like posting information out there as, as far as like um like how to for like both ourselves and other people so i think i think that's pretty cool and You'd be surprised yeah. as far as like how many other people kind of start up the same way as well. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good to know. Good in good company, right? Yeah. So um after you post the first video video and it gets some traction, uh, what was next? You start like uh posting more consistently. Uh could you walk me through that time frame as far as like the early stages? A little, little bit, yes. So um my <laughs> wife and I started talking a little bit about like, well, this could be like a thing, like we should do do more of this, right? Do more mm -hmm. content like this. And uh, one of the things that, you know, I think I can't remember the exact time frame, but I think my wife had said maybe like a year prior to that, that maybe we should look into YouTube and start doing some stuff. And I think that's, that's kind of where, like, I don't want to take all the credit. Like that's yeah. kind of where I got the idea. Like I'll just record this one thing and put it out there. But, um, but we were doing a lot of major renovations on our house. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, if I do a video for everything, it's just going to take a lot of time, like a lot more time. It's going to send the projects out and all this stuff. So honestly, um, you know, I started doing a couple more videos, but I didn't do everything that I should have. Like we had a lot of big, pro like if I had like looking back, if I had started 
and started actually going all in with YouTube back when I should have, like my channel would be so much bigger than it is right now. Um, but, uh, you know, we kind of just started, you know, taking small steps, you know, doing different videos here and there. And actually the, the very first video that really took off was one that my wife was like, you know, you really need to record this video and then you'll make this a video. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to like, this is mm -hmm. like, I really don't want to do this as a video. Like, I just want to get this job done. She's like, no, you should do it. So I'm like, okay. So I recorded it. And then that was the first video that actually really took off. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, <laughs> like, this is like, this is definitely a thing. You know what I mean? Like, and that video is up to, you know, I say take off, take off right now. It's, it's a couple of years old and it's up to like, uh, 800, 800 some thousand views right now. That's a good amount of views. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. your niche there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a yeah. good amount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was pretty cool. And then, you know, just kind of taking it one step at a time, you know, um, and actually I've the whole, this whole time I've kind of resisted being like known as like a home improvement guy right because that's not like i'm a tech guy like i'm i like technology like computers and all this stuff and here yeah. i am i got a youtube channel starting to take off with home improvement so mm -hmm. i've always kind of resisted that a little bit um but i've embraced it more you know obviously um but i still i, I started a second channel talking about information security uh like computer information security because that's yeah. that's a big part of my background and i did some videos on that and it was like it was okay like it wasn't it wasn't anything spectacular but like, I, I just, I guess the, the point of all this is I just kind of have been taking everything one step at a time, seeing where it leads mm -hmm. me, not being afraid to try new and different things and just mm -hmm. seeing how it goes. I think that's one, one thing that even though I do that, I, I still find myself being a little bit hesitant about like, well, should I really do this? Or should I, like, is it like, I have that kind of like perfectionist, mm -hmm. you know, um, element to where I want to make sure everything's just right. But uh, the more you just actually just take the action and actually just do it, the more you'll learn along the way and the more you'll figure it out versus mm -hmm. just like thinking about it. And it's kind of, you know, what I ended up, that's kind of my path and my progress. Yeah. And that's interesting how you talk about um, that little like identity crisis, because I went through something similar, still kind of am right now, but like, I didn't want to be known as like, um, um, I love being a YouTube coach, you know, I love like, uh, you know, like being like a meme YouTuber, you know, but like, the question is like, do I want to be known for that? You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yep. So it's totally. like a little bit conflict with that there. So, um, you got to like kind of stick to the main thing cause it's working, you know, but also like on the back, on the, like on your free time, kind of like in, um, like in the back burner, like I like, I know I like giving dating advice, social advice, you know, I'm really good at socializing. So like, uh, I too have like that second channel in the background where I just kind of like post like whatever's on my mind, you know? So yeah, I, I, I thought that's kind of interesting as far as like how you're like, um, your, your, your interests are this, but, um, you're kind of known for this, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I found that really interesting. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that YouTube allows us to have that platform, that ability to kind of express ourselves in different ways too. It's just, mm -hmm. and it is kind of hard to kind of realize that like not everyone that sees your, your main thing or your side thing, they're not all going to know about your other stuff unless you talk about it, right? You don't mm -hmm. have to talk about it. And a lot of times the interests that we have don't, don't always cross over even. So, you know, if you, if you're interested in say like, I don't know, coffee, maybe you like a, like coffee is like kind of your, your thing, like you're a you know, foodie for coffee. You could have a coffee channel along with like trend watchers stuff and whatever else you're doing. And if only the people that might know you for what you're doing now and like coffee might find that coffee channel of yours. So it's really interesting how YouTube can kind of allow us to express ourselves in, in different ways if we want to go down that route. Um, 
And by, and by that, just to clarify, I mean like having multiple channels, not like just putting yeah. everything out on one channel. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's really, it's really cool. It's like, it's taken me a while to wrap my, my head around that. Like I, I want to, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is my thing. Like, I don't want to be known for it. Like we talked about, like, I don't want to be mm -hmm. known for this thing, but it's, it's just part of who I am. Yeah. And it's an ongoing uh, process too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yep. Yep. Still, is. yep, yep. still going on to still today. But um, another question I had come in mind, cause I know growing up, we did like uh, our family renovated our house a lot. Just like, um, we did some stuff kind of like painting all the rooms. We didn't mm -hmm. do anything too crazy as far as like putting like the flooring in and like the cabinets in, but just even like working around like contractors that like that, that there was like really exhausting. I can't imagine like filming it and like editing it as well. Like re redoing shots, like, oh shoot, this footage wasn't right. Let me redo it. How <laughs> right. do you, how do you like manage that as long as, as, as um, well, at the same time, juggling, just like making sure you get things done on time. Uh, your family as well. Yeah. Like, how do you juggle all oh, of that? Yeah. I never thought about those logistics. <laughs> until you yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Um, yeah. So when it comes to the projects, I mean, it really comes down to, I don't, I, I, there's a couple of different approaches I take. Sometimes I'll, I'll make a video that's completely about a specific topic or about a specific problem. And then that's like more of a normal video. Like I'll plan it out. I'll, you know, figure out how I want to approach the situation, film it, all that stuff. Um, but when it's like bigger projects, like we just, this year, we ended up redoing all the, the stone on the front of our house that we bought a couple of years ago because it had some kind of an installation issue and the stone like started falling off the house. And it's like, I won't get into how expensive it is, but it's really expensive uh, to fix, especially if you pay someone else to do it. Plus you can't find anybody to do the work right now. Like they're all busy and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, well, this would be a cool video for the channel too. Like, let's just two, do two things at once. Like, let's get this done and film it too. So with that video, what I'm doing is I'm just filming everything. Like I filmed, I, it's done now, but I, I filmed all the B-roll basically. I filmed all the project work. I talked through things when I could. And then what I'll do is I'll go back and I'll take take a lot of footage and kind of edit it down. And then I'll just do voiceover. So I'll kind of come up with a storyline and, and the process I want to take people through after the fact. But I wanted to make sure, like, I only had one shot to get the footage. Like, I can't, like, tear off the old stone on the front saying, of the house yeah. again. It's gone, you know? <laughs> uh -huh. So there's that stuff that you have to keep in mind. It's like, okay, if you're going to do it, like, I have to do it now. Even if it's, mm -hmm. even if the conditions aren't perfect, I have to do it now. Um, which actually, yeah, that I find that's a kind of a consistent theme in my life. It's like, I, I try to capitalize on opportunities as I see them because I know that they're not always going to be there. And it's like, if this is here now, I've got to actually like take an action, you know, otherwise mm -hmm. it'll, it'll go, it'll go away. So, yeah. yeah, that's, that's a really good, uh, trait to have, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There's plenty of times where I was kind of like, uh, I tend to like, um, if the opportunities there, I'll be like, Oh, I'll just go get it tomorrow, you know? And then I, wake up tomorrow and it's oh where to go you know so yeah that's not a bad yep. thing to have. yeah <laughs> not, not a bad trait to have. it's not i'm not perfect like there's times that i do that too i'm like ah maybe maybe tomorrow or whatever it's like oh man i should have should have taken action on that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep you only learn from those failures but um yep. yeah so uh you know like you're posting content to your channel like how long did it like uh um I guess like how long ago was it when you first started your channel and like how's it the growth been over the years you know and as far as like you building your community and audience yeah so that's a really great question um so it's been the channel has been around for about three a little over three years now on um, top homeowner the home improvement channel and it's had 
decent growth. There's been a couple of videos that have popped off, you know, like that one that I told you, mm -hmm. and that's really led to most of the growth of the channel. Although a lot of the channel, a lot of the videos that I've put out, you know, they kind of, they just, I don't want to say they just take in a little bit of traffic. I mean, they do take in consistent traffic, um, but there's, you know, there's every once in a while you get a video that really like performs way better than the other ones, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of attribute that to like baseball, like, you know what you need to do to hit a home run, but you don't always hit the home run, right? You just, you got to put yourself out there. You got to make the content. You got to take the swings mm -hmm. and then eventually it'll connect and you'll actually get the home run. Um, but even if you do everything perfect, it's never it, like, there's no guarantees, right? Yeah. Um, so you just got to put in the work, but, uh, but yeah, so basically it's, it's just kind of, kind of grown over time. And then um, between, between um, last year and this year, I'm trying to think, I'm not going to give any numbers, but I'm trying to think I, I ended up quadrupling my revenue uh on the channel you know in a year's time and so that was pretty significant for me and i knew you know when i when i ended up making the decision to quit my my career i knew at that time it's like i got to go all in on this because i can't i can't balance my job there and do this too like it's too mm -hmm. those two identities were so far out of alignment like it was really messing with me like like mentally it was really really difficult um so I, I had to make a decision it's like okay this is i can make this work but i have to like leave leave my job to make it work and that's that's really when uh you know a lot more things started clicking you know like you're because you're focused more on one thing versus like really scattered you know over over multiple areas and uh so yeah that's that's kind of how the growth has been has been going it's been steady it hasn't been like you know super super um you know, like I don't have millions of subscribers yet, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. I've got about 16, almost 17,000 subs at the time of this video, mm -hmm. which is decent. And then last year, I think it was around 3,500 subs at about the same time. So, yeah. you know, it's growing, it's getting there. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're definitely growing since the, since the last time we've spoken for sure. And it's crazy how much that uh, that focus helps just because like when you focus on one thing, you're just able to come up with just like higher quality ideas and it's just like it's just better for you like overall mentally and also for like your channel your audience also the, the content you're putting out there so i'm 100 yeah. with you on that right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah for sure and it's you know with life everything like you always have things that compete for your attention and all that but mm -hmm. man it's sometimes like there, there's things that sometimes you just know inside it's like man i really have to like not do this or i have to change this or, or whatever mm -hmm. and it's like you got to listen to those those instincts a lot of times we're like you know, logically, it would make more sense for me to keep staying in my, my job. It was a really good paying job and do that plus the YouTube stuff. But it's like, you know, yeah, logically that makes sense, but like emotionally and everything else, like it doesn't. So you just got to kind of go with your gut sometimes. Did your family call you uh, crazy for taking that leap of faith? <laughs> um, not to my face, but I have the feeling that, you know, some people are like, what in the world are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, especially like my coworkers, like, you know, I mean, 20 years at a job, um, I was known by a lot of people there and at the university, not only just within my area of IT, but also, mm -hmm. um, you know, other people I supported over the years and, and all these things. And then, you know, I tell them like, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving. Oh, what are you doing? Like thinking I've, I'm going to, you know, another IT job somewhere else, maybe even in the country. I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm doing YouTube now. And they're like, oh, okay. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> like, good luck with that. Like, they don't even know what to say. You know, uh -huh. I think I had one person ask, so like, like what, like what are you like? They actually were curious about what I was doing, you know? And, and then I explained it. And I think at that point they're like, oh, okay. And they just kind of dismissed it too, you know? Mm -hmm. So 
it's, it's a different path for sure. You know, it's, it's totally not the normal thing, but it's, I mean, it's so much better. Um, mm-hmm. I'm in such a better place now than I was before. It's crazy. Good stuff. Yeah. For me, it was, uh, family. Yeah. Pretty much everyone, you know, they're like, Oh, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Like go to college and all that stuff right there. And, um, just like, it wasn't like, um, for me, like it wasn't good. Like, um, the, the energy they're giving off wasn't yep. like, uh, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't good. I still love them, you know, but I had to keep like, I have to keep all my stuff like, um, not on the low, but it's like, don't tell them for like six months, show them the results. That's yeah. kind of what worked out for me as far as like, oh, yeah. okay, now uh, now I can support you. you know? Yeah, <laughs> right, like, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, you're yeah. not crazy, I guess. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and 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 they're doing that out of like love and concern, like making oh, yeah. sure that, yep, yep, making sure that I'm not um, gonna end up uh, in a cardboard box underneath the bridge, you know? <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, it's all out of love. I, I get it. You know, and some sometimes people. I mean, most of it, I think, especially from our families, I think it's out of love. I think mm-hmm. there are times when people just. I mean, you're, you sometimes you make a decision that's just so far outside of their ability or their their like environment, their their world. It's like mm-hmm. it completely catches them off guard um, that they can't even process it. I even ha- I did have one lady that I used to work with. She told me that she goes, I don't, I can't. She, this is exactly what she said. She goes, I can't even process what you're telling me right now. Mm-hmm. Like she could not, she couldn't, she didn't get it. Like she just couldn't understand it. So um, yeah, it's, it's a different path, but not, we don't have the same path. Like everybody makes their own paths in life. And you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I had more probably pushback when I said I wasn't going to college and I was going right into IT for my family than I did wow. with this. This was kind of like, oh, okay, you know, uh, cause I think probably maybe part of it's because I went down that path before mm-hmm. and it worked out. Right. So like, so I'm doing another completely different path. So yeah. <laughs> here I go again. <laughs> and that's interesting how you said how, uh, she couldn't wrap her mind around it. Cause like when I first got started on the YouTube, I was like, Oh, like this, 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 this is a little hobby or whatever. But until when I got that first viral video of a quarter of a million views in one day, and I got that first paycheck from Google. I just had like that total uh, paradigm change. When did yeah. you have that paradigm change to where you're like, whoa, like this making money online thing, like it's real. Eh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's real. Um, I think it's been a process. Like I, I've, I slowly was going through the motions of like, you know, everything from like that first video that got a, a decent amount of use to the next one that actually really seemed to take off <laughs> to starting getting paid. And it's like, I was, I guess I was kind of looking for, partly I was looking for consistency, like, can, okay, mm-hmm. so is this an anomaly? Like, can I actually make consistent results this like this or not? And the other one part of it is too, like when I growing up, like my, you know, I love my parents, but there was a lot of things that they would talk about, like, and say, oh, this could like completely change our lives and we're going to do it. And it's like, oh, what are we doing? Oh, we're selling like women's perfume now. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like the multi-level marketing stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've always been a little bit skeptical. So, um, and not to say that stuff doesn't work. Cause I, I do believe it works. It just kind of depends on timing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, with, with making money online, it's like, I've always had, had that kind of like, well, this is almost too good to be true. Kind of a, th- kind of a feeling. And I mm-hmm. think that's where a lot of people come in. They, they feel like it's too good to be true. But when you start realizing it's like, no, it's just, it's a business, but it's just online. It's just, mm-hmm. It's a it's the same model that everyone's used to, but once you put the internet in the mix, everyone gets really confused about how how it can work. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the reason for that is because the distribution aspect of the internet is so so much bigger 
than it is for like a local mom and pop business, right? Yep. So it's really hard for people to wrap their heads around that. Um, and then, then at that point in time, then it just becomes math, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, how many people can this get in front of? Like how many people are there in the world? Like that you're, you kind of have to totally shift your mindset around, you know, it's not just this town of, you know, 10,000 people, 100,000 people or whatever. It's like millions, billions of people that are oh, potentially yeah. your audience. So you're, mm-hmm. you're just scaling your, your ability to get in front of people at that time. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. And that's one thing I love about just have like an online business, you know, is, um, the stars is like the the ceiling, you know, there's no limit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like all about marketing and put yourself out there to where uh, you, you're able to be seen. And um, I guess in my experience on YouTube, there's uh, there's two ways to make money online. You can go like the viral route and just like monetize through that way. through like ad revenue, but there's mm-hmm. also the route to where you can go. And um, you can have like a like like a super small audience, you know, but real, but real like building up that trust, niching down and redirecting them to maybe like some, I don't know, like affiliate links, a video course, some coaching program, and still make mm-hmm. the, maybe even more money than the people that are getting like millions of views a month, you know, <laughs> I've been down both routes. And um, I guess to like transition to my next question, like how do you like monetize your channel towards able to like bring in, um, and you don't have to get into numbers, but like towards bringing in, like you're saying like that, like consistent numbers, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, so I've got it monetized through, you know, ad revenue, obviously, uh, cause I've got high enough volume of people and, and views that, that, that comes out to a decent amount of money. Um, and then the other piece of it is I do affiliate marketing with YouTube as well. So the affiliate marketing side, like you were talking about, um, it's, you know, where you kind of take, you know, what I do is I'll take a, a problem that people have like on the home improvement stuff, I'll take a problem that people have. I'll talk about how to fix it. I'll show, you know, different products that I use, to fix the problem. And sometimes like if it's an uh, kind of a a rare product or something that people haven't really seen before, that's even better because it's kind of like it's new and different. And then what I'll do is I'll talk about like if you, you know, if you want to use the products I've used here or just some simple call to action, um, then I'll have a link in the description of the video. And then that takes them to like Amazon. Like I have Amazon affiliate or Amazon associates. I'm a part of that program. And then they can purchase that item or they can purchase something else there. And then um, if they do, then I'll get a little bit of a, of a kickback from that, which is awesome. Um, you know, disclaim, make sure you, everybody knows that you're, you're getting, uh, yeah. <laughs> getting some kickbacks from that, which is cool. Um, and that was another hangup that I had in the beginning. It's like, well, if I tell people, are they really gonna like, are they gonna be like, oh no, I'm not gonna click on that. Like, I don't want you to get paid. But, you know, that was another mental hangup I had. It's like, no, if you're actually helping people, if you're, if you're providing them value, they, you know, they might want to buy it through your link because they might want to help you and kind of pay you back a little bit. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so, so I've monetized my channel that way. And then I've got another channel um, that's like um, about more marketing and making money online. So that's mm-hmm. a little bit smaller channel. And uh, I've made uh, affiliate commissions that way. Um, and a lot of that with the, the marketing side is more like reoccurring commissions. Mm-hmm. Like, so like if I get people signed up for like, um, landing page software or something like that, mm-hmm. as long as they're, they continue to be a part of that, like they're continuing to pay for that software, then I'll continue to get paid whatever that percentage is every month. So that's mm-hmm. a really good deal too, because then you can really stack your, your income up when it comes to like the uh, affiliate commissions, right? Mm-hmm. Because you've got, you know, you get one person on then another and another and another and yeah. it's really add up. So you so kind of multiply your effect, right? Yeah. So you've got your videos out on YouTube that continue to bring people in 
And then as long as they stick with whatever it is that you're recommending, like on the software side, then that continues to build it up. So it's mm -hmm. really, it's really cool. Like it can, it can be a huge, huge game changer. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, do you do like where like a company will reach out to you or you reach out to them as far as like, hey, promote my, um, I don't know, um, I can't think of anything right now, but let's say like a, a window brand or a door brand, they want you to make a video, like do you do, you do stuff like that to where like yep. uh, it's like a paid promotion, like a dedicated video? Yeah, totally. Um, I'll have <laughs> companies that'll send me products for review. Um, I'll have a lot of companies that reach out to me that they're like, oh, please review my stuff. And a lot of them, I turn down most, the vast majority of offers I get mm. um, because I'm really, I really want to make sure that whatever I promote or talk about, it really is a good product and it's a good fit for my audience too. And so a lot of the offers I get, I'll look at them, but it's like, that's not really going to work. And, and I'll just kind of dismiss it. But um, the probably the biggest example I have is I've worked with, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Anchor. Um, so they make like the cell phone chargers and cell phone cables and stuff that you buy through Amazon. They have another company called Eufy. So the Eufy is their like, um, Eufy Security is their security program mm -hmm. or security company, their security branch. And so they've sent me different products to review, like um, like a solar-based um, security camera. Yeah. So they sent that to me and then I installed it, did a review on it. Um, I, they sent me like a 360 camera for like the backyard that's got like these big floodlights mm -hmm. on it and stuff. So I reviewed that and, and did a video on that. And, uh, and also, oh, they've got like a package drop-off thing that they sent me. So like mm -hmm. when Amazon or UPS or whatever drops off a package, like they just punch in a code, open a door and they put your package in it. So it prevents like thieves from stealing your, your mm -hmm. packages, which is really cool. So, yeah, so I've done some of those, those, um, those videos. And usually when I do those, like I said, it has to be companies that I believe in. Like I think they produce good products. And then also um, I want to make sure that I can provide an honest review as well. Like uh, if they're like, yeah, it has to be positive or anything like that. I'm like, no, I'm out. Like I have to yeah. be able to do the video and I actually give my honest opinion about it. And generally in general companies are fine with that. Um, but so what will happen, like uh, sometimes I'll get to keep the product. Sometimes I, you know, like I can actually just, I can do a video and then the payment is I keep the product. Um, and then the other nice thing about that is, is once the video is out there, I can also send them like people to buy that product as well. Mm -hmm. And if someone buys the product, then I get money back from that, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's, I, I have done brand brand uh, deals before. Those yeah. those can be good, but you got to be careful with those. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. I I think my main channel still gets hit with them, but they're all, uh, they're all just like, uh, first of all, yeah, like bad offers. And then also like uh, products that don't really align with like the audience and um, mm -hmm. just like the overall brand, which, is, which, which I think is really important because like your audience, that's like your uh, number one asset, you know? <laughs> they're the ones yeah. that are kind of like helping you like, you know, like just like helping you. Um, I don't want to say maintain that lifestyle, but you know, like you're you're giving them value, and in return, they're helping you just like um um be where you're at today. You know, so you don't want to like ruin that relationship by just like uh, taking 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 from them. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. totally. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna ask uh uh another question. It just went off the top of my head, but um yeah. So yes, I so I guess I guess that's is that far as far as it as far as like the ways you, you like you monetize your uh main the main channel. Yeah, and so guess... uh, the main channel, yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Um I've got some merch and stuff that you know is available for purchase, you know, like mm -hmm. t-shirts and stuff. Um but, but that's not you know, that's not the main main moneymaker. Um, but yeah, as far as my main channel that's con concerned, that's how I make the, the revenue there. 
And then with my marketing channel, what I'm really trying to do is, you know, the whole identity thing, right? So I'm the home improvement guy right now. Um, I'm trying to really branch out and, you know, help more people with YouTube and like teach them what I've done, you know, because another one of the hangups I had was that like you only can, in the beginning, I thought, well, maybe you can make money with the internet, but you can only make money by helping other people make money. And so like, <laughs> like all the mental stuff that you kind of go through is mm-hmm. like, it's crazy. Like you have to get all over all these hurdles, but really I'm trying to take what I've learned and help other people like make more money online. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's where my marketing channel is coming into play. So I'm teaching people like how to do the basics of like online marketing and starting YouTube and working with YouTube, um, starting your own channel, doing affiliate marketing, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, so I'm starting to do coaching with that. Um, and I've got, you know, getting some traction there, but it's, it's pretty early on at this point, but yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of where, that's my vision for the future. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I like how, um, both of those niches are really good, especially the home. Uh, no, actually both of them. Cause like, um, I know some niches, for example, like, uh, gaming channels, it's kind of like the game will be hot for like, maybe like a year or two, then it dies up a lot, but like with homes, especially home improvement people, people are always going to buying houses things are going to break people are going to renovate and it's like it's it's um it's very consistent you know so um i don't yeah. know if youtube i don't know if youtube will be around 10 years from now you know but if it is right, right. you know like yeah you'll stop, yeah. you'll probably still be getting views you know just that's just how that's how consistent it is uh same thing with the marketing as well once you have like some traction up so you pick some pretty good niches as far as like to uh <laughs> yeah double down <laughs> yeah 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 it's one of those things like i want to make sure that i'm not uh, you know, obviously capitalizing on trends whenever possible is definitely important, but at the same time, like I try to balance out and, and put most of my content out there is really, it's more like evergreen based content. Like you were saying, like, it's always, there's always going to be people that need to, you know, I don't know, um, fix something in their house and need to change it, you know, like the door handle on their door or whatever. Like there's always going to be people that need that help. And the same thing with, with making money online or online business, business marketing, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all, it's all going to continue to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One more question for you. And then we're going to hop into a uh, funnel hacking live. I know you would to that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got lots to unpack and to do with that there, but since you're doing YouTube full time, um, I know you got like different streams of income. You got that second channel, but like, um, you know, you got your family and just like responsibilities, you know? um and even though things may be good today do you have like a backup plan in case like poof it just disappears tomorrow yeah i do um it's one of those things like so with my it background i've got obviously i can lean back on that 20-year career um Mm -hmm. so like with my it uh and management so like i was an associate director before i left so i worked my way up from like help desk to associate director. So I've got a, a wide range of experience there. And then I also I'm maintaining uh, my core, like IT certifications too. Yeah. So like I could always hop back into that industry if I need to, um, especially like on the information security side, that's like, there's so much demand um, in that market. Like it, it's huge. But um, as far as like a career goes, that, that would be like my fallback, but I'm hoping to not like use that. Obviously yeah. I want to continue, <laughs> continue this path. I've changed my identity. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Mentally. Um, so, but I think I'm trying to diversify when it comes to, you know, YouTube and like, I, I am intentionally like also a part of that is I'm doing home improvement stuff, but I'm also getting into marketing and I'm also trying to like, mm-hmm. you know, diversify the markets that I'm in as well. So I've got, we have another channel. It's like a travel based channel for our family. Mm-hmm. Right. So we put out videos on that. So as we go and do stuff, like when we went to funnel hacking live, we recorded all the stops along the way because we took a, mm-hmm. a big road trip. So we record like restaurants and hotels and the beach and all this stuff. Yeah. And so we'll put that content out there on our on our family channel too. 
um, which is a really, it's a lot smaller channel. Um, but it's a lot of that is kind of our, for our, our purposes of just kind of documenting what we've done and, mm -hmm. and, you know, just kind of also kind of pushing ourselves a little bit to get out there, try new things, especially with our, our kids, mm -hmm. um, make sure that they're having a good experience in life and, and as best as they, they can, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm diversifying as much as possible. And I, that's, that's kind of my fallback is the IT stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. That was one yeah. thing I wish I, uh, had known like years ago, back at my peak, I was like, Oh, I'm making this amount, amount of money a month, you know, um, nothing could go wrong, you know, then I got demonetized and I'm back at square oh, zero. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, I know yeah. better now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't advertise on Facebook. So I, I feel your pain. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> I, I spent a lot of money to learn how to advertise on Facebook. And then one day they're like, no, you can't advertise anymore. And then that not just once, like multiple times, like mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy. So yeah, no, I, I, I get it. You like, you ha always have to have a plan B. Oh, no matter yeah. what <laughs> plan b c d all, all the way to z you know <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh funnel hacking live uh you mentioned the road trip and just like documenting that how was like the actual uh event yeah so the event was great so this was my second time going to funnel hacking live um the first time it was like it's a big event like it's totally different like it's not it's not your typical like you know, sit around, like listen to people talk and present all this stuff. Like, I mean, there is that element, but really with Funnel Hacking Live, they make it a big production. So there's like fog machines, there's like laser machines, they have a DJ, like all this stuff. So like, they really try and get you hyped up in the mornings, which is really important when you're like standing in line at like 8am trying to get a good seat in there. And so it's like, they make it really entertaining, really engaging. And uh, their speakers are like just phenomenal. Um, the amount of information they share in a four day period is just, it's, it's crazy. It's just, it's really hard to keep up. It's so, so many good things. Um, but yeah, just the, the event itself, like I said, this is my second time. So the first year was like, just trying to kind of wrap my head around that whole thing. And this year I was able to take a little bit more of a step back and, and still really like enjoy myself, but also like look a little bit more to like the structure and kind mm -hmm. of like not only what the presenters are saying, but like maybe why they're saying things the way they are and like kind of the structure behind some of the stuff. So it was a little bit different this time around. Um, I also was trying to be more intentional about the number I, of people I talked to. So like the first year I talked to a few people, but I, I knew I could do a better job if I really tried to talk to talk to more people. And so this year I made, uh, you know, a lot, I was more intentional about getting out there and actually trying to talk and have more conversations uh, with people than I was the first year. And that was really beneficial for me too. Um, also, especially with capitalizing on opportunities as I saw them uh, when there were like speakers out in the hallway and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, I may have had an idea in mind, like I want to go back and go to get a good seat. So I want to stand in line early. And then I'd see someone in the hall. I'm like, oh, I really need to go talk to them. Like, I don't know if they're going to be in the hallway yeah. again. So I'm like, okay, so I don't care about the seat. Like all the seats are decent. That's, it's whatever. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm not going to have this opportunity. Like this is a, this is a higher priority. Mm -hmm. So then I just capitalize on that and go stand in line and, or just not in line, but kind of just like, you know, <clears throat> if they have a few people talking to them, like I had a decent shot about talking, like talking to them, asking questions or whatever, mm -hmm. definitely took the time to go and do that. Wow, we have like the same like social strategy. Sure, the conference would have been nice, the speakers and everything, but uh, my purpose would, if, if I were to go as well, it'll be to just strategically go and like talk to people, network with people, you know. And I think yep. that was, I think that was the number one reason why I didn't. Uh, I I would have went. I could have put on a credit card and went, but um, my issue was like I was kind of going through like a, like an identity crisis, kind of mm. figuring out like what I was and um with networking, 
the first rule of networking is kind of like bringing something to the table, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, yep, to where you're able to, uh, I could have made the connection, but like, why should they continue talking to me? Why should they follow me back or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, really like yeah, figuring, yeah, yeah. yeah, figuring that yeah, out but right there. The thing about that I've noticed about Funnel Hacking mm -hmm. Live is there's a lot of givers there. Like they, mm -hmm. like, even if you don't have it all figured out, they want to help you figure it out. Like it's, it's really cool. So like, um, you know, I went up and talked to someone that's a really, really big name. I won't, I won't go into the details of like all everything that we talked about, but like he, you know, I, I said, Hey, it was a great presentation and blah, blah, blah. And then they asked me like, okay, well, what do you do? And then mm -hmm. like, you know, obviously there's going to be the people that are there that kind of want to try and sell you on their, their mm -hmm. coaching or whatever. But I, I've had, I had a couple opportunities where people, they were just like legitimately trying to just help me figure figure out or maybe I wasn't clear on a specific point they're like well have you thought about it this way or this way or whatever mm -hmm. so you know they they know like the people up there it's it's really interesting there's there's just there's tons of successful people in that room like it's a super high concentration of really successful people and the thing I realized is like they they were where I they used to be where I am now and so they can help like identify and, and they, a lot of them have good hearts and good intentions. So yeah, it's, it's um, even if you don't have it all figured out, it's okay. You know, mm -hmm. even if you're having, you know, like, especially when it comes to identity, I think that's probably one of the biggest things that, that people struggle with when it comes to the entrepreneur path. I hear that over and over and over. And that's one thing that really helped me. It's like, okay, so I'm not the only one that had, that's having issues with who I am, what I'm supposed to be doing, all this stuff. Like, it, it seems like everybody else has it figured out, um, which for the most part they do at least right now but there was a guy that that talked on stage he was a cowboy like he was a presenter but he was a cowboy his big thing was yeah. rodeos like he was the number one rodeo guy for i don't know how how long i don't remember his name either i if i tried it i'd, I'd probably mess it up but um <laughs> but he talked about like how successful he was his background as a kid like how hard of a life he had and all this stuff so it's a really like super rags to riches story. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the event, they had this whole thing, like a Tony Robbins style intervention with, with another presenter, Marcus Lamonas. And he didn't know that that guy was a speaker from before. He actually pulled him up on stage to talk to him about his identity and stuff. Mm -hmm. And do the guy was like, he was struggling because he, he was like, I think he said he was 39 years old and he's too old to compete in rodeos now. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's struggling with his identity, trying to figure out like, if I can't do that anymore, like, who am I and all this stuff. So that was a really interesting moment that it's like, no matter, I think no matter where you are on the path, like you're always going to have questions mm -hmm. and there's always going to be options and, and places like ways you can go. But at the same time, it's nice to see like everyone struggles with similar things. Right. And we can all kind of help each other out. So that was, that's one of the biggest things I like about Funnel Hacking Live is just the fact that everyone's like, for the most part, just a big community, everyone's trying to work together towards the same goals, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, you <laughs> it was just a little long rant, but you it was- just convinced it was... me to go to the next one. <laughs> yeah. When the pre-sale <laughs> goes up, have to go. I'll, I'll just throw it on the credit card. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'll just show up and kind of see what happens, you know? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, They had a, a bunch of a bunch of speakers there. Um, I don't know if you know who um Perry Belcher is. Um but he, he did, he's a big online marketer. He's done $900 million in sales online. It's a good number. And he's like, that's a good number. He's like, yeah. he really wants that next hundred million to hit a billion behind his name. It's like, mm -hmm. man, that's crazy. Um, but they had, you know, different people there, all walks of life, all different kind of backgrounds and stuff. They had um, the, the number, uh, like, see, I'm starting to think of, trying to think of names. I'm having problems, but like the number one wrestler <laughs> in the world yeah. was there. 
Um, and so he had a really good talk about, you know, uh, performing and, and sticking with things and, and, and everything. Like it's, it was just, it's so packed full of, of motivational talks and from all different angles, not just like how to make money, but also personal development. Also like just pretty much everything that you would kind of need or like areas of things that you would need as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. to, to develop. Um, they had, they had talks on that. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was really good, but it's also so jam packed. Like you're in these events and then it's like, okay, we have a break and it's time to go eat lunch. It's like, okay, cool. I could like take a step back, go eat lunch, like kind of collect mm -hmm. myself. It's like, no, this is the opportunity I have to go and network. So yep, got, yep, got like, to run your mouth. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to do that. Uh -huh. So like, there was a couple of times I didn't eat because I was networking. Right. And then I ended up, there was a couple of times I ended up being able to eat and network at the same time or, or however that worked out. But towards the end of the event, I realized like I could, um, I, I needed to network with people like similar to me during lunch. And then all the speakers were typically out in the evenings. So I'm like, okay, cool. There's my strategy. I'll network with other people like myself during lunch break, sit with them, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then in the evenings, I need to be out here in the hall trying to see what speakers I can find. Because mm -hmm. that was a kind of a more of a consistent pattern. So, yeah. but it took me a couple of days to figure that out too, you know? Yeah. So don't well, ever like, be afraid to adjust. <laughs> I like how you guys had like the name tags, which said, said like, uh, this is your third year at, at a Funnel Hacking Live. You're an author. Um, you're a YouTuber. Just kind of like every title there. I think that's a good yep. way to, as far as like sparking a conversation. I would have loved that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And and that's a couple of times people came up to me like, oh, I see you're like the author question came up, right? It's the mm -hmm. author coach. I'm like, yeah, kind of. You know, it's like, yeah, it gives you opportunity to talk through that stuff, you know, mm -hmm. whereas before you wouldn't have or you might not have struck up a conversation. There was one lady that I was talking to in line and you have a good opportunity because basically what they do is they open the doors for you to go in to Funnel Hacking Live all at once because mm -hmm. they want people to kind of like yep, rush to like, try to find the best yep. seats at one, <laughs> one time, you know? And um, so you have a good opportunity as you're standing there waiting in line to talk to people. And there was one lady I talked to and and uh, I said, you know, um, how, how how's your networking been? How have you been doing mm -hmm. with talking to people and all that? She's like, well, I'm just kind of, I'm here. I'm, I'm listening to the speakers and everything. She goes, I don't know what I would do when I like to try and talk to like some of the speakers or whatever. I mm -hmm. said, that doesn't matter. Just get out there. Like you, mm -hmm. like this is an opportunity that you have right now. You've got to capitalize on it. And she's like, well, yeah, I understand. She goes, well, maybe, maybe next year. I was like, no, no, Dang. not maybe next year. Like, you <laughs> yeah. got to do it now. If you don't mm -hmm. do it now, you're not going to do it next year, you know? Yeah. And so I had moments like that. And it's like, oh, you know, it's like, I really want to, I really want to help this person, but I can't, you know, I can, mm -hmm. I can only, you can only do so much, but yeah. So it was like, it's just four days of nonstop everything, right? Funnel Hacking Live is, so. I love it. And and what was like the number one thing you got from it, uh, from the speakers, as far as like something like you learned that you're directly going to apply to, uh, just like a YouTube channel. Yeah. YouTube channel is just like, just like everything you're doing online. Yeah. So there's a lot of takeaways, but probably the most, the number one thing that I took away from this is just, you got to be yourself. You got, you have to be authentic, right? Um, if you're not authentic, it's going to come through on videos, on sales calls, whatever. It's just, people are going to see through that. Um, and, you know, with me, that's one of the big things that I struggle with, or I've struggled with over, over the years is like working, you know, uh, at the, at the university I worked at, I felt like I always had to be, you know, super professional. Like I never knew who I would interact with if it was like a million dollar physician or multimillion dollar, you know, researcher or whatever, like I didn't want to step on toes. And you know what I mean? Like there's, there's all these things that kind of go through your mind about like, well, how can I 
how can I get the job done more so than like how my personality shine through? Mm -hmm. And so that's something that's been really big for me. That was my biggest takeaway from Funnel Hacking Live. And it's like, I've got to work on that more. I've got to get myself out there, put myself out there more and actually have my personality uh, show through more. And, you know, for me, I like to joke around um, yeah. and all this stuff. Like at the university, I couldn't do that. I could kind of, but it, it just kind of depended on who I was talking to. Mm -hmm. But the internet, it's like, you know, I have this in my mind. It's like, well, I don't know who's watching. Like, should I be super professional? So yeah. I kind of go back <laughs> to that default mode, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, I just have to, I have to be more myself. Like I have to, like, if I, if I tell a joke while I'm recording, I just need to leave it in that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, and then yeah. just, just roll with it. But yeah, authenticity was the the big takeaway I had from that event. That's some good advice. I know it's always, I know it's always said like throwing around a lot, like be yourself with everything, but uh, I don't know. Cause like the, the leading up to that, it was, yeah, yeah. It, it just hits differently. So yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, <laughs> Three more questions for you. So do you have like any exciting plans for the future? Yeah, actually I do. So I just started um, really diving in and, and kind of tackling head on coaching people with YouTube. So I started, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I started a beta program um, where I'm actually taking through people, the mo taking people through the motions of what I've done with YouTube mm -hmm. so far. Um, Cause I've realized, I think there are a lot of people that are in my, my boat uh, or the boat that I've been in, which is kind of like, you know, you hear all these, these stories about, you know, people making millions of dollars online and, you know, even like with the ClickFunnels world and Funnel Hacking Live, which is great, um, still it's like a lot of like, you know, change the world, you know, you can impact all these people, all this mm -hmm. stuff, which is true. But a lot of times, like it's, there's just so much to it. It, it becomes overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And so I really want to want to take people and like, kind of guide, guide them through the entry, the earlier stages of, of things, especially with YouTube as a platform mm -hmm. about like, you know, showing them how this can all work and how this is actually all real. It's not just you know, pie in the sky, fake, you know, snake yeah. oil type <laughs> stuff, right? Uh -huh. It's it's real, um, but it is hyped up a lot to get you interested in it. But um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm starting to do that and then really starting to dive more into like the marketing side of things, uh, teaching mm -hmm. people, teaching people that, especially with like a tech flair because the tech stuff comes easy to me um, mm -hmm. where I know it's a, a big hang up for a lot of people too. So it's like, I really need to leverage that strength and try, to, and try and, you know, help people with not only like, you know, making money online and online marketing, all that stuff, but also how trying to incorporate all the tech stuff mm -hmm. as well to, to try and help them with that. Um, but uh, yeah, so those are my big plans. Like I'm still, still doing the home improvement stuff, but I'm yeah. trying to really expand my, my circle and, and branch out. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. I like it. Um, if you could do it all over again, what would you do differently as far as like your whole journey overall? Um, I would start, I would have started filming YouTube way sooner. I would have started putting out videos way, way sooner. And then I also would have um, not been so married to the outcome, right? So like, I like, uh, I like to analyze things a lot. Like, well, why did I do that? Why did this do this? Or why did I have like this in, in terms of the traffic? And now it's like flattening out or whatever, whatever it is. Like, mm -hmm. I love to analyze things. Um, but, you know, I've realized over, over time that like, you can spend too much time on that. Like, sure, it's important. But if you if you are hyper focused on it, you're not gonna you're you're wasting time that you could be using to do other productive things, right? It's kind of like that home run analogy again. It's like I could like miss on like swinging the bat at a baseball, and then sit there and think, oh why why did I miss that? Like what happened? Yeah, <laughs> it's like just take another swing. You know, like you know what to do. Just take another swing, and then maybe this one will connect, kind of thing. So yeah, so definitely it'd be like taking action sooner, like actually going 
you know, filming videos and starting my YouTube channel a lot sooner. And then also not worrying so much about the outcome, enjoying the journey more, um, you know, going through the motions of like figuring, like being okay with not being perfect and just kind of figuring yeah. it out as I go. Mm -hmm. And um, I love that uh, point. If you talk about like um, figuring out as you go, not being perfect. One, uh, one flaw of mine is like with all my Instagram posts, um, I'm just too lazy to kind of like, I do like proofread it multiple times, you know, but like, there's always some errors that pop up, you know, and uh, when I do find one, I'll just like, um, I have the urge to change them. I'm like, no, I'm just going to keep them there, you know, just like, as long as it's not too major, you know, I'll just keep it there, you know, yeah, <laughs> kind of like, yep, yep, yep sure. uh-huh, just a kind of showcasing that, like, um, just, just showing that it's raw, like it's uh, kind of being, um, yep, just, but, but yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you on that right there. Um, and then the last question I have for you is like, what is something you could do every day that makes you happy? What's something I do every day that makes me happy? Yeah. Um, so I'd say it's probably outside of all of this stuff. Cause I kind of, I really do enjoy what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say just spending time with my family, um, you know, my boys, my wife, you know, like actually, actually spending time with them and, and being intentional about that. That brings me a lot of joy. And the fact that I'm working from home, like doing the stuff at the house. Yeah. I get to see them way more than I used to, which is really, really great. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's the thing that, that's, um, yeah, that, that, that means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. And as I'm starting to get old, I'm starting to um, starting to value family like a lot more. Like I'm switching from like Christmas used to be my favorite holiday, but now Thanksgiving is starting to oh, take yeah. over now. I just I like having all <laughs> ooh, I, yeah, I just love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just so nice having like uh, having things is nice, you know. But like family, that's 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 where real happiness is at. So yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. Uh, yeah, your your uh, priorities will change over your lifespan. Um, you'll start to see things, see things differently. Like you're probably, I, you're, well, I won't say how old I am. Like you, I, I have a few more years than you do. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's really interesting to see like things that you used to value years ago. Don't mean that much anymore. Like I used to really value video games like a ton, um, but they don't mean anything, you know? So it's like, you know, I'll play them every once in a while now with my boys or whatever, but like I used to spend hours and hours and hours, like so many hours and, and it was all wasted. Um, whereas I could have been doing something else that, that had more value to it. So yeah, totally. Yeah. That's just, uh, just a journey of life, you know, with that comes the identity change, but that's all. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, we talked just, about that. I'm <laughs> saying, yeah, it just circles right back around. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Mark, yeah, it was great having you on the, the, the podcast, you know, like, like great conversation, phenomenal. We, we, we dealt, we popped into like a bunch of like great, uh, it's like talking points and like, um yeah maybe i do a part two you know so yeah but yeah like absolutely love <laughs> I'm up for it. having you on board but um i'll have yeah. all your links uh down below in the description down below it's, it's a youtube podcast so um uh, i can actually like put like lots of links and everything there but um yeah um thank you everyone for like watching or listening to this podcast episode with uh mark and i'll catch you guys in the next one <laughs> see ya <laughs> bye <laughs>